Welcome back to a brand new bonus episode of Full Metal RPG. I'm your host, Brendan Carrion, and today I am joined by Mike Espinoza, who is the creator of a Kickstarter, the role-playing game Nawal, based on a comic book from Mexico. Uh, we're very excited to have Mike here. Mike, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm very excited also. Oh, yeah, no, this... Uh, this is super great because uh, I had been talking to Mark Diaz Truman a couple months ago, and he had said that uh, you were working on something, and then when the Kickstarter dropped, I saw it, and it was just... I mean, dude, the Kickstarter is super beautiful. Um, thank you. So um, immediately, I just knew I had to have you on the show, so thank you for being on. Um, why don't you go ahead and take a second and uh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Yeah, well, I'm. This is my first uh, design. Well, serious design. I have been like dabbling a little bit with with small stuff, five uh, D stuff, and all that. But this is my first uh, serious endeavor on designing. Uh, my big, my big first opera prima. Um, I'm. I live in Mexico. I I do layout for a living. I am a layout artist. And from from that is where where I met uh, Mark Easterman from Magpie Games, and he's been helping me, like guiding me a lot through this through this process. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about about the game and about this opportunity of me bringing uh, Mexican culture into the tabletop role playing games. Awesome, awesome. Uh, so. I mean, in case people haven't seen the Kickstarter, um, it's called Nawal, which is spelled N-A-H-U-A-L. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. And that's on Kickstarter right now. Could you go ahead and kind of like pitch the game, just like do an elevator pitch to our listeners who maybe haven't seen that yet? Yeah, sure. So Nawal is a PBTA game, uh, Powered by the Apocalypse, and it is a game of Mexican urban fantasy uh, where players take the role of uh, chief chieftain Nawales that hunt angels for a living. They kill these angels and they turn them into a different type of uh, products that they sell to to bring food to the table. It, it's about characters that are struggling and trying to find their place uh, in, in 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 life. So there's there's a lot going on in this game, yes. right? I mean, I've I've looked at some of the imagery and it's just it's crazy because there's uh this really intense kind of dark sort of like horror overtone to it. Um there's shape-shifting animals, right? Yes. And then there's kind of like the specter of uh colonization as well. Yes, like like, the, like uh the game, as, as you mentioned, is based on these comics by Mexican comic book artist named Edgar Clement. And in, the, in those fictions, he, he sets the, the, the background as how when, when the conquistadors came to America and came to Mexico, they brought with them their angels to, like, they, they, in, in, a fast, in a fantastic... Uh, setting they, they the angels came with them but the angels were also 
conquistadores like bloodthirsty conquerors and craving power and and all that so they when they came they fought they found resistance on the on the native uh, Nahuales, which were the chief chieftain shamans that had the power to fight back and but but nonetheless the history goes more or less uh, as it did in in our real history and in present day characters are descendants from those Nahuales, from, the, from those shamans but they don't have that uh, the traditions and the connections to to their roots so they have the power to 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 summon their Nawal and to hunt and kill the angels, but they don't know very well how to use it. They, it's like having a, don't having the manual of these things they can do. So this also takes its toll on them, and uh, it is like about that. They 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 could be like like freedom fighters or saviors or or like uh, resistant, but. They don't know really what to do with these powers, and and all they can came up with is like kill these things, kill these angels, and uh, make a living out of it. Like they have a small business, they manage a small business together, and that's the best they can make out of it. Man, there's so much depth here. There's like so much to unpack. So, um, part of the game is this kind of like socioeconomic struggle of hunting angels and then like butchering them and like selling their their components uh like who are they selling the components to and like and why is there some kind of like supernatural black market or or do people know that they're buying angel components like what what's the end benefit there uh yeah, like it, it is this this sort of uh, magical realism that that has to do with with Latin American culture. Uh, people know they are buying angel meat, but uh, since the angel meat has uh, properties, healing properties, and uh, it it helps you feel better and and have uh, it helps you like recover from from disease or from uh, long long day work so they, they they eat it because of that they they if if you could like get better by eating some tacos made out of angel meat uh, people rather do that than go to 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 the hospital because it, it has to do also with how in our society, the healthcare—it's really, really bad. Like, like you, you instead of like going to four a.m. for a, an appointment and see if you can get treated, and yeah, it's a big ordeal. So, if instead of that, you can just like go to the corner joint and buy a taco with angel meat and help, and that will help you get better. For sure, people will buy that instead of having to go through the trials of. Of getting into into the healthcare system. Wow, that that is uh, that's grim and dark. Yes, <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Um, so I imagine you interacted with the comic books for a while before you went on this journey. Um, uh, what, what's your relationship with uh, Edward Clement, and uh, how did you uh, come to work on this together? 
Yeah, right now we are we're partners partners in this. He he's he's come aboard like as a full consultant and uh, he's he's supporting and, and giving all the the licensing. And I mean, we are more partners instead of like just me buying a license from him. He came on board and he's also working with me directly. So, but to get to that, I first when I when I first read the comics like, a while back now. Uh, I I I thought like this this was like great this this was like the kind of fantasy that it is very like Mexican because yes there's there are some attempts like to maybe people think that yeah Mexican fantasy should be like a, about Aztecs and and all the old gods and and all that pre-Hispanic thing but not really because we are now like a, a combination of of Spanish culture and, and pre-Hispanic culture, so we are more of a mix. And, and Clement comics books like uh, take that and, and and utilizes it as like brilliantly. So when I first read the comics, I say like, yeah, this is the type of uh, fantasy, and it is urban fantasy that it's the what Mexican like. This is what Mexican urban fantasy like looks like this this is awesome and it would be great to have a game about these so long 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 time ago I, I tried to reach to him and uh, send him an email and all that and, and never get a reply so but he's been very open always about his work he he he's all the time saying on, on social networks like to people that they can like go for it and, and work with it and try to, to use it and re, re, redefine it if, if needed. So I, I, I still like get ahead with it and, and started working and, and I, at first I was like trying to do my thing, my system and all that. And then I also like did uh, some small comic book pages because I, I, I also draw. And uh, that caught her atten his attention. Like when when I did that, he finally like kind of replied to me, and and we started talking. And, and then I, I said to him, "Do you know what? I want to do this into a game." And he was like, "Okay, I, I know nothing about games, but if you are you are you want to do that, let's let's do it. Let's work together." So from that point on, I've been like working with him and ask him about stuff that's in the comics, the stuff that is not there. And uh, he's also mentioned to me like this process is helping him because he, sometimes I came up with questions that he doesn't have the answer for. And he's like, I don't know, I need to think about it. And that's also helped him like expand this universe he's trying to, to, to create. And it's been a, a back and forth process, very, very interesting. Yeah, no doubt. That is really cool. That is really cool. Um, I took a look at the uh, comic book that you have linked on the Kickstarter. You can uh, link directly to a uh, Spanish version of the comic, and one of the goals is to have that translated into English uh, PDF. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, I think it's well worth a look. It's um, it's it's incredibly dark and it's very violent from what I can kind of tell. I mean, I wasn't able to read it. I I, I don't speak Spanish, which is a, a failing of mine. But um, 
it just it, it, it seemed very it also seemed very political like it seemed like there was because the, the the title of the first graphic novel is operation boulevard right? yes that's yeah and it seemed like there was like a like the, the military is somehow involved in what's going on with the characters yeah is, is that like an aspect of the game I'm, I'm leaving that up to the players like if you want to get political with the with the game uh you you can do because yeah the comic books are, are very like heavy heavy heavily political and and clement is is like he doesn't um how is it in english he he's not holding back like he draws the the present day political politicians into their into its comics and he's like all all way deep with 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 that stuff like um criticizing and even some in in the newest uh, graphic novels he's doing which is are called los perros salvajes like the wild dogs he he's going even deeper and and he's also doing this thing that help us have this sort of catharsis where he he some of the characters the 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 protagonist uh, when they transform into their Nawal, they go into a crazy rampage, killing politicians. Because yeah, we all hate them here in Mexico. <laughs> so wow, so that, when you that read, is so intense. Yeah, when you read that as as a Mexican and 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 see the the heads of the politicians there in a in a stake, uh, it's it's a cathartic feeling. And yeah, he's he's all way deep into that stuff. But I don't want to. I mean. The game is an adaptation of the comics, and he he himself, Clement, it's been like very open and said to me, change what you need, like take what you need, leave out what you don't, and if you need to change something I'm saying in the comics that to make it work as a game, I'm totally cool with that. So I want to give the players the, the, that choice, like if you want to get, if you want to go like all the way political, you can do that. But uh, one one thing is for sure: the game is about uh, being overwhelmed by bigger forces, either by like companies or or political forces or or the church or or the narcos. Like it it is you and, and your tiny business, like being in the middle of these all power powers that want to to use you and to take advantage of your gift. And in that way, it can be political if you want. Wow, that's intense. So, um, like, when you're playing the game, you're going to be interacting not just with uh, Nahual society, but also, like, Angel society, and then trying to balance that against these other uh, forces that are that are uh, influencing your life. Do, do, these, do these groups, do they know about, about the, um, the sort of supernatural... A war that's going on, or um, are, they, are they trying to influence it? How how does that work? Yeah, uh, the intention is that, um, for example, and, and it has to do the, the the main story of the first graphic novel is how the archangel Michael is trying to make this big business with some American company to bring this trade of killing angels into like a big. Uh, like like uh, to big scale like to to 
bring in these products to the thousands of units and, and hundreds of thousands and and how they, they, they are like and, and the archangel michael is 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 in league with them he's behind it like um so the, the game will will try to to bring that to like yeah the the forces the, the as i said this realism the mexican realism like magical realism is like yeah we all know these creatures exist the the different factions i'm thinking about using in the game is like the the angels are in league with the church and they like want to they they use the presence of the of this creature, the magical creature, to influence the 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 faithful, the 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 person, the believers, and bring them um, and have them like uh, beguiled in the churches, and then the the political powers are are are. Uh, interested in in this because yeah it, it's a business if there's money in it they will want in and uh, the narcos are made also in it because one of the things one of the products you can do with the angels is that you can grind the bones into uh, a dust fine dust and that's called angel dust polvo de angel and it is a very powerful drug so the narcos also want in in this in this thing and as I say, like the big, corp the big corporations are trying to find ways to also make big profit of this of this product, this special product, and also like bringing it into research, like for military purposes or for uh, for like uh, medicine and all that stuff. It's like the 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 characters are just angeleros, like like angel hunters that do their their have their small business and do uh, one day at a time kind of business like uh, it, it is very small scale and all these other powers are, are looking at the potential of it and trying to control take control over that and take control over the persons that can do this job like can that, that can kill the angels and bring this product to into their interests there's just so much going on and I saw on the Kickstarter it said that the game was very uh, long term, long campaign friendly, and it just sounds like it's going to be. I mean, it just sounds like there's so much to do. Um, have Have you had a lot of success doing kind of like long game sagas in your playtesting and in your ex exploration of the game? Yeah, and I, I, I mean, I have done more one shots than long play game, but that also had like. Uh, make it clear to me that this is it's gonna be hard for one shots so yeah it's, it's more a game about long-term play because it has it, as, as you play uh, the mechanics of the game that I am trying to bring is like this uh, managing of your business and and how the pressures of of having to bring more product, like going to hunt if you run out of of angel meat, and then you will need to go and hunt, and you can't you can't always hunt to the same place because then the angels will will no longer gather there because it's dangerous. So you will be needing to go to different places, and also the way the the power of the Nawal works is uh, it's very long term because in the comics uh, Edgar has defined like six six stages of transformation. 
and mm -hmm. and as as each stage uh, advances, your power grow like significantly. So I'm bringing that into the game as the advancement of the character. So when you start the game, you you start with the control of the first stage of transformation, which is just like you uh, getting a little bit of supernatural abilities, but there's no physical change really in you. And as the as the stages uh, increase, as you, as your control of the bigger stages increase, your transformation also changes. Like higher the stage, more you look like the more you look like an animal. And and, and then the sixth level, which is the biggest one, is like you are you are almost like a demigod. So at that point you retire your character because you are like too powerful to be a PC so you can have it become an NPC and this is like uh, very common in PVTA games where you, you get to a point with your character that you retire it and, and then you can maybe take another one and yeah as I mentioned it, it's really it, it is a lot going on with the game and I have been, I have been working in streamlining it because at the beginning, I was trying to bring everything there is in the setting in the in the comics, and it was too much. It, it was like too much to 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 try to hold and make work. So I had to leave some stuff out of the core book. Like I I'm focusing on the Angelero trade and the characters having a small business, hunting the angels. But there is much more uh, to the setting that I am, I am also trying to include later as with the supplements, with the stretch goal supplements. Awesome, awesome. I mean, when I say it sounds complex and that there's a lot going on, I mean that in the best way possible because it does. It just sounds beautifully complex. Like there's a lot to to do. I'm always yeah. looking for like long term gameplay and like how many different ideas can I approach uh, with just the core book. But you already have a uh, source book unlocked, right? Yes. Uh, so what, can you tell us about what's going to be in that? Yeah, like one of the first things I had to take out was the other trade that exists in the in this in the setting, because yes, there is the Angelero trade, which is the Angel Hunters, and the other there is another trade which is called Diableros, or and, and the Diableros, uh, what they do when when Angeleros hunt and kill angels and sell them as 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 product as uh, commodities but when when a hunter touches an angel and if, if the angel starts like to go to get earthbound like to to become uh, physical in a way and if they if if an angel is touched by a hunter but not killed and live and and let the live uh, alive the angel becomes starts to deteriorate and it will it will where where uh, get like kind of corrupted until it turns into a demon a diablo so the diableros what they do is they catch angels or or demons and they and they train them they uh, tame them and make them into battle beast, into fighting beast. For for the main, the most popular thing they do is to put them in battle in fighting pits to fight one another. And then there is like bets. People go to these fights and bet to, like uh, in these matches to see who, who, what demon, what diablo will be like the the best. 
and that's that's a, that's something I had to take out from 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 my my first drafts. So that is one of the main things I'm I'm bringing in into this supplement: the ability to play as diableros, and you know, instead of uh, instead of having a business where you hunt angels and kill them and sell them as tacos or as or as meat, you instead like, go and 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 catch demons or diablos and train them and tame them to to have them fight or to sell them as bodyguards or to use them as uh, as assassins kind of things. Oh, so man. it is another trade completely. So it has to be in a supplement. <laughs> That's so rad. That's going to be such a cool book. Um, I uh, upgraded my pledge this morning to <laughs> okay, make sure awesome. that is included. Yeah, and I also um, included other stuff, like more, more ways to play. I, I'm thinking also in, in rules for one shots that will be included in, in the supplement. Also, uh, a futuristic version of the game, which is I'm calling the Wild 2049. Oh yeah, I saw that. Which is basically like, uh, now the angels, the natural, like normal angels are extinct. But before that happened, uh, humans managed to, to make uh, synthetic angels that to replicate them so and they use them in for, for, for labor for hard labor and as also as bodyguards or as uh, uh, all, all type of like jobs they're basically slaves now and yeah when they escape they, they some of them like again uh, gain, gain uh, consciousness and they escape and they call the the, the Nawales to hunt them down so it's basically Blade Runner with Nawales. Oh man that's crazy. <laughs> that's <laughs> That's nuts. Um uh so wow there's a, what what do you think the tone of the game is? Like like I imagine because you were saying that there's like a lot of mechanics based around the enterprise of of this of these businesses um but the comics seem like very violent uh is is there going to be like a lot of fighting is there going to be like a lot of creeping horror is it going to be a lot of resource management is it going to be a blend of all these things what's the play experience like it's it's going to be this resource management and all but also yeah for sure it's going to be like violent in a, in a way that that you're i mean you're haunting hunting these creatures and killing them and, and butchering them in, in your chop. So, yeah, I'm, my intention is to have players like feel that struggle, like the mechanics will put you like to, to you, I mean, you can just, you can't just like sit down and, and get rich with your small business. You, you will have to like day by day be working hard and, and also- you grind. Yeah, and also having the, these these bigger powers trying to get the best out of you, and you trying to navigate those waters. Also, um, I just like to to feel that pressure, like having players struggle with that stuff. I mean, your life. My my, my one of in in the playbooks, the the section where you define your character. The first sentence is: You're Mexican and you are poor. So then choose wow. how you look and all that stuff. Yeah, it's not like you're not getting that is, rich with your with your small tiny taco joint. I just love that that that's like the old that's like the first sentence. It's just like boom, like proceed from there. That is that is great. Yeah, thank you. Um. So, 
when you're imagining who's playing the game, right? Like who who is this game for? Like what kind of people do you imagine playing? Who did you write it for? Who do you want to play the game? Oh, that's a good question. Um, first of all, I'm 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 working the game in both languages, and that's also why I'm taking so long with it. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm writing the game in Spanish and English because I want I want to publish it as a Mexican role-playing game in Mexico. I mean, we here in Mexico we have always been playing like elves and vampires and yeah, but but American vampires or European vampires and uh, and all these fantasies that are not really ours. So in working this game, I wanted to to I wanted Mexicans to play it and to feel represented and feel happy to be able to to have a fiction that is close to them. And uh, but I also want to bring to bring the game to to non-Spanish speaking audiences, like American audience, audiences and, and Canadian too. And, well, I, I have, with the Kickstarter, I have been having people from all over the world and it's been surprising. Also, people in Europe interested about it. And uh, yeah, for sure it's not a game for everyone because it, it is like, when I started playtesting uh, with uh, non-Spanish speakers, with mainly American and Canadians in, in last year's Metatopia. Uh, I saw the reaction about why are we killing angels? And I, I was like, because you need to make a living. <laughs> and, and it's weird how with Mexican players, I, don't, I didn't have the resistance. It, I don't know what is, why is that? It's like, it's super weird because we also, we Mexicans are also very Catholic, like a society, but but I didn't have that resistance that I felt a, a bit in, with some players in, 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 in Metatopia and, and also online. Like, there, there's always this question, why are we killing angels? And, and I had to, to shift my, the way I was presenting the game and, and letting them know these are not the normal angels that you find in other fictions, in other fantasies. Like, these are angels that came here and predate and they are predators like they they conquered they they brought their religion their beliefs and they imposed them into the, the people so i had to make that clear for those audiences like to to tell them like these are not uh pretty good uh willed angels these are like also predators and it it it's been interesting, and uh, as I said, I'm sh I'm I'm aware it is not a game for everyone because not not everyone is is, is like excited as excited as some people about going and killing angels and and, and <laughs> doing this dark trade. But but I've also found found so many other people that that are super excited about it because it is very different. It is very fresh. I have been receiving that feedback. So many people saying through the Kickstarter uh, Kickstarter page how how this is a, like a breath of fresh air for them. Like 
seeing these new types of fantasies. And yeah, I, I guess I didn't have a, a, a target audience in mind. I just had this uh, cool fantasy setting that, yeah, it's dark and, 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 and violent. And I just, I'm just trying to, to make it as coherent as possible. And those will, who will appeal that type of fiction, uh, I'm sure they will be excited about it. Awesome. I'm very stoked. I am very stoked. You know, I'm from Arizona and, um, you know, in Arizona, in the United States, the the border has been a polarizing mm-hmm. issue for our state. Um, and now with uh, the craziness that's going on in our own government, um, it's become this thing that's uh, become like a flashpoint for my entire country. And I, and I know that it affects your country as well. And um, there's a lot of people who... Uh, have have really strong opinions about it and and, and feelings, um, and I, I think I think that a lot of the feelings about it in my country are absolutely fucking crazy right now. Um, can is is that is that uh, is the conflict at the border in the game, or is that something that I can like port into the game easily? Yeah, I guess that's something you can pour into it. I mean, in the in the original graphic novel. Uh, there is there is a part of I mean I don't I don't mean to spoil anything but uh, there is a, a a moment where the characters go across the border into the United States to find out what's going on but it is it is not much about that I mean it is there are so many layers to this story and Clement is it's, it's, he's very interested in politics and and uh, especially of course like. Regarding to Mexico, but also like he's aware of the global like uh, part of it, and I think that also kind of is present in the comics and and the fictions and how how he he presents this these powers I've been mentioning like these big corporations these those are global corporations those not those are not like local Mexican corporations and how these big corporations are like trying to to. Basically, uh, angels in the in the stories in the present they are like capitalists, like uh, uh, Michael the Archangel is like the biggest uh, capitalist pig there is, and he only cares <laughs> about power and, and money and, and control and 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 yeah, and, and the characters are like. They, they they have this little thing that they can do and and they are in the middle of it and, and at the at the mercy of of these big powers and things that are moving around them um, yeah I guess I mean my intention is that the game will will mainly be set in Mexico and and because it, it it's very different dynamics if you are set in in the US with your small business and yeah there is a, a lot of things that can work here in Mexico that I know would change so much if you try to make it in the US so my main intention is is for the game be set in Mexico and yeah you're playing Mexicans and you are in Mexico in a big city it doesn't have to be Mexico City but it also you can also like make your own 
city, like urban setting, but it, but it, the intention is for it to be in Mexico because this thing that we've been talking about, how people go and buy this meat or buy this product, like it is like normal. And I, I, I think that will change, that, that dynamic will change if, if the game is set in the US. But I'm also making the game like uh, the parts of it uh, separated, like the trade mechanics is is isolated in a way from the main basic stuff so that you can actually maybe have the game in the US and maybe in, in, in a place like where you live in Arizona or Los Angeles or, or a place with big uh, Latino communities. That could be interesting too, interesting too, but I'm not in a position to to make that for the game because I don't know the 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 the, the background of that type of setting. But yeah, I, I I guess players can try that, and it will be pretty interesting too, and to see it to see it. Uh, I mean, in, in, in tables or players trying, players trying to, to make it happen. Awesome, awesome. So I just have a couple of questions left for you. We can kind of wind it down here. Mm -hmm. um, you've mentioned Metatopia, and I guess you've gone a couple of years now. Is that right? It's, I've been twice. Like the first time I've been there was in 2017, last year. And I was able to go because of the IEGDN sponsorship program. I, I won the sponsorship and they helped me with uh, with the with the hotel and and the, and a part of the plane ticket. And, awesome! Uh, and can you tell our listeners like what Metatopia is? Okay, yeah, yeah. Metatopia is it's a designers convention. It's a it's a convention in in Morristown, New Jersey. It's done every year on on the first weekend of November, I think. Uh, and it's 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 for designers. There you can go, bring your your ideas, play test them, and there's also like a lot of panels with information about the industry and uh, uh, guidance. And everybody is very like helpful and and friendly, and and it's a very very good environment for for going and trying to to bring your ideas into into existence in in a game. And it's, it's not only role-playing games, it's also like tabletop uh, board games and card games. And it's all sort of tabletop uh, games. And the, the IGDN is, is, is some of the main organizers. And they have this program where they, they have this sponsorship that it is, is meant for people of uh, marginalized communities. So Mark Diaz pointed me to the sponsorship last year and I, I was able, I was selected for it, and, and that, that helped me uh, go there. And actually, it, it's, it was pretty, pretty big because I didn't have my visa before that. So when I was selected, I started my, my, my process for getting my visa. And I think the fact that I had this invitation from the IGDN and this very particular reason for going there helped me a lot getting my visa because it's not easy thing to get one. So, and that having now my visa, my visa is it's it's for ten years. So I I was able to go again this year, and 
yeah, it's it's been. I, I'm not sure I'm gonna be able to be going every year, but it is. I I'll, I'm gonna try to go every time I can. Wow! Excellent! Excellent! All right. So, um, last question, last one of the evening is: um, Where can our listeners interact with you? Where can they find you and your products online? Uh, if people want to reach out or if they want to just see what's going on with you, where should they look? Yeah, I'm mainly on on Twitter. I am at Nawal RPG N A H U A L R P G, and uh, and the, there's also the Kickstarter page. Uh, people can also like send message through that. I I'm I'm also on G Plus, but it is dying soon. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, well, Mike, uh, I just want to thank you for coming on the show, for taking the time out of your day to uh, tell us about this stuff. Um, I'm I'm pledged. I'm so stoked for the game. I can't wait to see it come out. Um, thank you so much, man. No, thank, uh, and, thank you, know, you. Thank you for for having me for the invitation and for for making this happen. Oh, of course, of course. It was so great having you. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening one more time. Uh, have a great night.